When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What up, everybody? Welcome back to the Who's Number One podcast here uh, in the Illuminati headquarters. A little different show here today. Supposed to have some special guests, but the show must go on. We got some good guests here for you guys anyway. Of course, uh, calling in all the way from Brazil. We got Hollywood Mike on the call is here. What's up, Hollywood Mike? What up? I was uh, climbing a mountain with, with Majid all day. Uh, it was a hell of a time with Cassio Cardoso, red and black. But we're going to do some cool content this week. I think with Majid, I think we're going to visit some, some red belts, some red and black belts. We're going to go to a gi factory. We're going to do some really cool stuff. Uh, Gordon, unfortunately, sick. I think we're going to probably push that to next week. But we got a lot to talk about. We got, we got, uh, we're getting ready to announce a new Who's Number One event soon. And ADCC trials were just insane last week. And I can't wait to talk about it. Heck yeah, plenty going on in the life of Hollywood Mike, but also calling in, of course, we got the uh, the five-time world champion, Mikey Musameshi, in the house. What's up, Mikey? What's up? How, how you up, doing, guys? man? You got, you got the show your old rash guard on? You just yeah. getting done training? Yeah, I just finished Yeah, I just finished training, and I couldn't get home in time, so I'm doing this in my car. <laughs> he called in on a rash guard last week, too. He's just wearing rash guards everywhere, like John I'm trying to get like John Donahar. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sick. All right. Well, let's jump in real quick. Uh, Mike, we got, an, got a couple announcements to kind of get out of the way. We got a, got a big big thing going on here in March coming up, right? Uh, March 25th will be the next Tuesday, number one, back in Dallas. We're announcing the main event Monday and all the matches next week. We will have tickets on sale next week. It's selling more tickets this time, selling VIP tickets. Also, the seminar this time, Thursday the 24th, uh, that link will go out Monday as well. It's going to be Heath Pettigo and the Daisy Fresh guys. It's going to be a Daisy Fresh oh, themed yeah. seminar. I think people will be really into it. But, yeah, this card in March is going to be insane. I can't wait. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Sick. Mikey, I know we haven't announced any matches yet, of course, but March 25th, who's who's number one? Um, what do you think? That should be another good card probably, right? Holy crap. I think this card's going to kill the last card. Um, the last card was really exciting with, like, the Tubby match and uh, those matches. But um, I think that this next card should be all exciting matches. So I'm excited to watch. Better be all exciting matches. <laughs> Making the matches now. We're announcing them on, on Monday. So tune in for that. Make sure you guys are glued to the Flow Grappling uh, social media channels and stuff like that. Going to be announcing some sick matches um, here next week. And then, of course, make sure you guys sign up for the Daisy Fresh seminar the day before, March 24th. Going to be killer. But uh, let's get, I'll let's be get there into too. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Sick. So it's going to be a whole spoiler alert. Daisy Fresh. <laughs> Um, seminar that I promise you guys aren't going to want to miss. 
So let's let's get into some uh, Brazil trials talk. Mikey, did you get a chance to watch the uh, the second Brazilian trials? Yeah, um, freaking Fabricio Andre looked insane. Dude, that <laughs> um, guy! Holy crap! Human that highlight guy is, reel. He's, he stole he's the name the, from Ronaldo now. No, I think he's taking the name Human Highlight <laughs> Reel from Ronaldo, one hundred percent. I was saying the same thing the other day. It's unreal how exciting that guy is. It's hard to believe. There was a lot of questions about his no-gi game going into this, right? He's obviously a gi world champ, tapped Jamil in the, in the world finals this year. But he, he's just insane. Flying triangles, great wrestling, submissions from all over the place. It's, uh, Fabricio Andrea had eight submissions through the two trials uh, over the two weeks. It was pretty nuts. You could see his progression from the week before to this week. You know, like you could see how much he improves just in a week span. Yeah. yeah. Mikey, your division's getting pretty crazy, huh? Uh, yeah, I don't think it can get crazier at this point, you know. It's just all insane people. So, um, if you win that bracket, like, you really are the best person, right? Like, it's I mean, all the best guys. You got you. You got Fabricio Andre. Diego. Bolabate. Pato's going to probably be in there. Yeah, I imagine Pato's got to be one of the invites. Do we I have any Andre highlights that we can play while we talk about it? Yeah, Mike. For this people guy, who don't know, for people who don't know Fabricio Andre or, or, or aren't familiar with him, where this dude come from? When I first found out about, I think we first started covering him when he was a blue belt and he was killing people at Worlds, and he's always been super exciting. But you, it's very common to see guys that are super exciting at the color belts, and when they get to the higher level, it slows down to become you know sort of stalled out. But Fabricio's keeping the train rolling, man. He's just just tapping people left and right, just firing up nonstop. Uh, him and everybody from that Melky Gavau team, him and the Baby Shark and Mika, are, are just insanely good, insanely exciting. I think, I think, I mean, they're they're the future of the sport. Those guys right there. What impressed What impressed you, Mikey, most about uh, Fabricio Andre's run there? Again, that he's brand new to like Nogi, you know, and like his progression from one week to the next, like he looks insane now, you know, like um. He has a game like Mika Golf All with his attacks, but then his passing is so insane. Like, he's just so well-rounded everywhere, you know? So he's just very impressive overall. Heck yeah, heck yeah. Um, anybody else from, from 66, or was it, was it pretty much Fabricio Andre show? Fabricio Andre show. <laughs> it was the Fabricio Andre show. I mean, uh, there was three good guys at that weight, or three elite guys at that weight going into Balnario Camaru. Diogo qualified, Pato got injured, so Fabricio was the last man standing. He just murdered everybody in the division. Yeah, 100%. Even his final there was, like, super quick. You know, every single one of his the matches. The armbar he hit was almost the coolest thing ever, that flying armbar he did. Mm. Oh, my God, if he would have landed yeah, that. Yeah, that flying triangle. We had that flying triangle where he put the guy to sleep. Is that is that one, uh, one of the finals that we but even got? even in his final, in the final, he did, like, this crazy flying armbar and almost landed it. But the guy got out at like the last second. It would have been like the coolest sub of the whole ADCC trials if he would have landed it. Just watch, watch this flying triangle. Oh no, this is a different. Is this it the oranges one? This is the one we already watched. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's really impressing me out of these guys out of Manaus is is their wrestling. How good their wrestling is. They're using good technique. They're using duck unders, high crotches, slide bys. They got they got really good wrestling technique. I know they train wrestling, freestyle wrestling. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this isn't the, the, the clip that uh, we're talking about. But I, I, I'm, I'm really thinking these guys, these Manaus, Melky, Gavao guys can do some damage in, in September. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, the Brazilians oh, yeah. aren't, aren't usually known for, for their wrestling. But it, 
are, is Melky putting like an extra emphasis? Is he bringing people in for that for wrestling? I'm pretty sure they train freestyle. They have a wrestling coach. Yeah, they have a wrestling coach. That's kind they're of doing it right. I mean, they've been doing it for like three years, two or three years. They've had like a wrestling coach in their program. So, I mean, it definitely shows. You can see these guys hitting duck unders and hitting like, throw bys and stuff like that. Like those, those aren't normal jujitsu takedowns. Hundred percent. Let's jump into a uh, 77 kilograms. This was, of course, everybody's, you know, everybody had their uh, their finger on the pulse of, of 77. Uh, Majid was in there. Roberto was in there. Had a bunch of good guys. So, Mike, why don't you give, why don't you give us a little recap of the 77 division, how, how it kind of panned out? Because this one kind of was crazy. Uh, Majid went, uh, the people's champion, Majid, went 2-0, two and zero, or 2-1, two, two, and one, two submissions, uh, lost by overtime 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, looked great though. I had a submission out of bounds that was pretty sick. But Roberto, man, Roberto showed up looking healthy, looking looking as good as I've seen him in a while, just physically, mentally, and, and on the mat. Roberto ran through this division, and Roberto at seventy seven next year could be a problem. I mean, I, I, everybody's you know looks for that that heel hook weakness. Brazil trials are not you know as many heel hook attempts as North America. But if he can get that down, uh, if he can figure out the rule of Tolo style, sort of bolowing out of out of leg entanglements, Roberto is going to be a problem. His wrestling looked great, getting to the back, finishing. Uh, Roberto, also part of the T-shirt gang, was competing in a T-shirt for part of it. But Mikey, what do you think about uh, – Roberto's a friend of yours. What do you think about Roberto at, at this tournament? Man, I'm just so happy he's back and healthy and doing well, you know. He's so awesome, Roberto. Like, he's always been amazing, um, like – now we're starting to see like him back like where he should be, you know. So I'm so happy he's competing again and performing. Um, like you said, just a heel hook thing. Uh, for sure, he's been working on it, right? And um, ADCC, he's going to give a lot of people problems. Heck yeah, His totally. His final is beautiful. Yeah, I totally agree, Mikey. Just so awesome to see Roberto out there, you know looking like a badass he, he he came to you know came to light in the jiu-jitsu community as a, as a young young man of course blue belt they called him blue shesha you know so he's been on the rise for such a long time he's been in the, in the jiu-jitsu spotlight for a very long time you know and i'm sure that that takes a toll uh, on anybody and so uh, you know he took some time away from the sport it feels like took some time kind of away from social media and stuff like that and uh, just so happy to, to to see him back out there killing it because he looked unstoppable out there he looked sick yeah and he's so young he can Mm -hmm. you know he's so young so he's been doing jiu-jitsu his whole life sometimes we get burnt out right so that rebalance he has now obviously it fired him up and he's on fire again he was really fired up he was he did the little Shawn michaels little thing off his back to the feet and they did a backflip afterwards oh yeah Uh, he was looking ripped out of his mind uh the 77 division is absolutely insane now it's like gary tonin dante mika Cade, roberto Few other people. You could argue it's more stacked. You could yeah, argue that it's more stacked name wise than the ninety nine plus division, right? Uh, I, I'm more excited for seventy seven. I'm yeah, I'm more excited too. for seventy seven than any other division, uh, j- just because how exciting everybody is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. seventy seven. You got JT Taza. Cade Rotolo, Mika Galval, Roberto Jimenez, Lachlan Giles, Davi Hamos, Lucas Lepre, Nikki Ryan, and Gary Tonin. Damn. Thank you. Well. <laughs> Lucas yeah. Le- I mean, it, this might sound crazy, but I think Lucas Lepre is the low seed out of all. No, probably he's he probably over Lachlan. Probably Lachlan last, and Lucas Lepre second to last in, in that division, in my opinion. Yeah, KT, there's, there's literally I mean, going to be like no, fifteen no, guys. I don't think you can, can rank Lepre over Roberto or, or Mika or Cade right now. And he's a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. 
second place at ACC like two or three times. JT going to fight Cade in the second round. Division's going to be Holy nuts. crap, because they're the same team, right? Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Well, Nick, and then, will Nikki and Gary fight second round too then? I know they're not the same team, but they were for uh, so many years. I mean, I, I can't answer that. would be Mo's uh, question, but yeah. I don't think so. I mean, they're not teammates anymore. But, uh, I mean, 77 at, at West Coast, Trials be sick. Wet, Majid should be there. Wiltsy says he's going to do 77. Tackett. Yep. I mean, there's going to be some really, really big names in 77 in Las Vegas. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be no, like the Trials 12. on the West Coast are going to be insane. Yeah, I feel like there's going to be like 12 to 15 dudes in there who could like legitimately win that weight class. Literally every single one of those guys has an opportunity to win. And uh, think about like a Mika Galvao-Roberto Jimenez match or something like that. We could see that. That'd be crazy. Yeah, Nicky Harry Ryan. Tony versus anybody. Cade Rotolo versus anybody. Mika versus anybody. Like, it's just all exciting people in there so far. Yeah, exactly. Crazy, yeah, and then looking forward to to West Coast trials, like you said, you got plenty more names to add in there, so that should be sick. Uh, let's jump into '88, Mike. What what happened in uh, in '88 down there in South America, down there in Brazil? There's a guy, Rabinho, won it. Uh, Rabinho, he trains with Claudio Calasanz, and I don't know, kind of like fight sports too. He's like two teams, but he ended up winning that division. Uh, Murillo, of course, we're all pulling for Murillo. Everybody loves Murillo. He was extremely injured. He he was competing with only one arm. It was kind of crazy. But congrats to Rabinho. Who won 99? Ciccone? Yep. Yep. I think I, I think that the, in the men's division, the, the names that are going to do damage at ADCC Worlds are Fabricio, Roberto, and then at 99-plus, Gutenberg Carrera. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yep. And then, yeah, 88 has guys like Craig Jones, Shanji Hibero, Josh Hinger, Ty Rotolo, and then Isaac Bayens, of course, won the first trials. Um, so that division's filling out, of course. And then, yeah, let's talk about Gutenberg because Gutenberg went out there, man. It's been a while since I've heard or, or seen from, from Gutenberg, to be honest. Uh, you know, I, I used to see him kind of every weekend, I feel like, at these uh, yeah. t- tournaments. And so it's been a while. W- where's Gutenberg been at? He's been in Brazil, man. He moved back to Brazil. I'm not quite sure what the hell he's been doing. He beat Marigali, I think, at a BJJ Stars. But uh, showed up, uh, 99-plus kil- Plus was not the deepest division at this tournament, and he, he ran right through it. I think he heel-hooked three people, tapped one other guy with an arm triangle, submitted his way, I think, back-to-back 99-plus in South America. First, Roosevelt tapped his way through, and then Gutenberg tapped his way through with a lot of leg locks. So very exciting additions to the 99-plus division for ADCC right there. What you, would you think of Gutenberg out there, Mikey? Did you catch any of his matches? Not really. Um, I sometimes only watch little people, but um, – yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a gi guy making the transition to Nogi also. I think in Ohio, he did a lot of wrestling, right? I think that's what we heard. So yeah. he has really good wrestling. So perfect for ADCC. Any advice for these guys, Mikey? Of course, you're a gi guy make, who made the transition. So for these guys who are gi guys looking to make the transition, uh, any advice? Yeah, the only thing is like really pay attention to the heel hook stuff. Um, like respect it and like... Yeah. Have no ego with it. Like one, do one month getting submitted by heel hooks in training. Like, like bite your ego. You know, just like, like uh, respect. Like you don't understand it and learn it, and then you'll be the same as everyone else. I think that's the main problem. Why we see so many guys who who don't adjust and learn heel hooks or learn wrestling because they don't want to admit they got to start from the bottom, right? They don't want. They don't. Want, yeah. They don't want to become a white belt in light and heel hooks. They don't want to become a white belt in uh, wrestling. So they sort of bury their head in the sand. And either you know get heel hooks or they run away while passing. 
or we have these terrible, I mean, God damn it. Why are there still people having these, these shoving matches? Learn how to wrestle. Stop just clubbing each other and shoving each other. Look, look at these guys from an house. Fabricio, Mika, deal with these guys are actually learning how to wrestle, uh, using real wrestling moves. Me too. Look at Mikey Musumeci, the, the New Jersey wrestler. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm just super excited about ADCC. I can't wait for – it's going to be so much bigger and grander, and the division is going to be deeper than the last time. It's going to be absolutely nuts. I can't wait. West Coast Trials. After West Coast Trials, these divisions are going to be nuts. Already are. Heck yeah. And I, I remember correctly that Gutenberg wasn't even going to do these ADCC trials. He kind of got convinced, like, last minute. Is that true? Said he got inspired by Mika and he came. He trained two days and then showed showed up and tapped everybody. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I, mean, I, I love. Gutenberg's a problem, man. If he's got, yeah, for sure. He's got the leg lock stuff down. I mean, he's he's a big dude. He's athletic. He's got a big frame. He's got very good jujitsu. It'll be a problem for a lot of people. Great passing. Yeah, no, I remember him, you know, Nogi Worlds, I'm pretty sure. He won at Brown Belt. I remember him, like, breaking, I think it was Trator. Like, he, like, tore um, his his foot off of his ankle with, like, a, a toehold in the finals of one year at uh, Nogi Worlds, I forget. So he, he, he's done this stuff. When Gutenberg's you know? on, when Gutenberg's on, everyone's screwed. <laughs> remember that BJJ Stars we watched, Michael? It was the a BJJ he, Stars, I think. Is that where he beat Nicholas in the first round of the yes. tournament? He was like yeah. insane. Like he was like fighting amazing in that tournament. He lost to Pergisa in the finals, but like he yeah. looked so good. People don't know that Gutenberg is like he, on the color belts, purple and brown belt. It was like he was like Marigali's rival. I think he beat him a couple of times. And he was always fighting Marigali in the absolute division. Marigali kept going. Gutenberg sort of disappeared. Uh, but yeah, he's back, and it looks like he didn't miss a step. It looks like he's better than ever. So I'm really looking forward to Gutenberg being in this in this 99 plus division. Yeah, I'm pretty sure 100%. that like. That 2018 um, Marigali brown belt run where, where Marigali just murdered, like, everybody. I'm pretty sure he lost one match, and it was to Gutenberg. At Euros. Yeah, Euros, yep. So. Mikey, what's new with you out there in Vegas? Nothing. Um, just training like normal. Um, have, doing way more nogi again. Just getting ready for all the f- matches I have coming up. Uh, and wrestling every day now for ADCC. Who are you wrestling with? Mm-hmm. I have one friend here in Vegas that I'm Who's just doing coach? the drills. Is your coach Diego Ve- Pato? <laughs> yeah, Diego's helping me with jersey wrestling. Uh, <laughs> my um, my coaches are in Daisy Fresher Wrestling, right? And um, I'm just Pixley? drilling the stuff I learned. Pixley, uh, Alejandro, all those guys, they're helping me. So um, I'm just doing the stuff I learned from there in wrestling while I'm in Vegas. Then I'll go back and learn more, get more rounds in. But um just slowly building on it you know i have a few months so i don't want to like change my game but i want to add it in where it works you know what do you think uh-huh. do, you, do you like training wrestling is, is it better than than uh, jiu-jitsu uh honestly honestly it's funny because people complain about baron bolo like hurting your neck and stuff wrestling's a thousand times more impact on your neck mm. like collar ties and freaking like snap downs holy shit guys it's rough but um it's helping me. It's making me tougher. So I really like it. And the conditioning did... from it's insane. Yeah. I just didn't yeah, like having to stand up. Having to stand up all the time. It's a way tougher cardio workout than jiu-jitsu. Once you get good at jiu-jitsu, jiu-jitsu is barely like a cardio workout. Yeah. Gi-jitsu, you don't have to use any energy. Yeah. Gi-jitsu is zero energy. Absolutely. No No gi's a little bit more, but gi-jitsu is like you can always rest when you need to. Yeah, you just lay there on the ground. Yeah. 
<laughs> the layers of toughness you get wrestling is the toughest thing possible. Like th- there's nothing tougher. Then there's freaking no gi jiu-jitsu, and then there's gi. And every time you're doing wrestling, it desensitizes you to the easier ones. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, I've had gi rounds where somebody like puts you in 50-50 lapel, and you do the entire round, and you feel like you didn't even exercise. I feel like because I did no gi all last year, and then I went back to gi, I felt like it was so much more chill. I just felt more comfortable, you know, like it felt so much like easier for me because of the toughness of no gi, you know. So I feel like wrestling does that for no gi the same thing yeah you gotta wrestle you gotta stand up after you get on the ground in gi jiu-jitsu once you get on the ground you just stay there you don't have to get up you just again. make grips you don't have to move like once you have grips it's so chill <laughs> double lasso and chill then it's just thinking then it's just pure thinking which is i think that's why like it's so much more chill for me it's all body positioning and thinking and everyone's a lot of people think nogi is easier than um gi uh, for me, nogi is harder because you can't control people as easy. So it's mm-hmm. all movement and scrambles. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I think it takes uh, a little bit sharper technique to control people in nogi. Like to stick somebody inside control in the gi is, is way easier than than nogi or to, you know. It just requires get, more I, strength. Nogi requires yeah. way more strength. Like athleticism. Um, bomba really helps a lot more in nogi. Mm. I think that's what's fucking me up. No. <laughs> <laughs> Need some bomba. But yeah, you should. You should consider taking steroids. <laughs> I'll be on a perfect size 66 on steroids, to be honest. Perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, Gutenberg uh, joins joins that over 99 division, of course, with um, Gordon Ryan and Nick Rodriguez, Felipe Pena, uh, Joao Gabriel Hosha just got an invite, and uh, Roosevelt Souza, John Hansen. So uh, that over 99 division is starting to fill out as well. Of course, Gordon, Nick, Nicky Rod, Felipe Pena in there. Um, so really excited to see those guys basically against anybody. But um, we also had a couple women's champions punch their ticket to uh, to ADCC. And we have to talk about, of Maisa. course. Yeah, we got to talk about the who's number one uh, champion, Maisa Bastos, punching her ticket to ADCC. Undersized for the, for the division, but she looked great. Wait in it. 52 kilos so it's like i don't know almost 20 pounds or mm. eight pounds eight kilograms under almost 20 pounds under the limit uh went there and dominated i think to have three out of four girls i mean we'll see how she does in vegas she's gonna have some big girls in that division who are also very good like probably being mosquito but uh yeah my used to look my used to look great i mean we knew going in she had the best jiu-jitsu in the, in the division but uh the question was her size and it didn't seem to be a problem she killed everyone tapped to grow in the final yeah Mikey? she really dominated beautiful performance like her yeah. level it was obviously the highest and you know she she's undersized so you you happy to see a undersized girl go out there and, and use technique yes. not not the size 100 percent um she works she's working around the girls being bigger than her you know so it's awesome to see let me let me see connor's not here let me check the youtube and see if people are giving questions in there yep sorry i'm black on it sorry guys i'm i'm exhausted i wouldn't hiked up a mountain in rio today and Probably sweat out twenty pounds. All right, clicking on it right now. Get in the get in the YouTube is chat. Connor, is Connor in rehab for Mountain Dew? <laughs> yeah, Connor's on a bender right oh. now from Mountain yeah. Dew. We have no, no idea rehab. where that dude is. Uh, all right, let's see what people are saying here. I'm gonna go all the way back to the bay. Somebody said birds aren't real. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Got it. Mikey, can we in? Some people, Fabricio Andre, Fabricio Andre. In the chat says oh, Mikey versus Baby Shark at ADCC. <laughs> All right, shout out to Fabricio. Okay. I don't know if that's really oh, yeah. 
yeah. Wrestling is all right. 77 is horrifying. Oh, yeah. Someone's OC is right. Taza would be the lowest seed in uh, 77. Uh, nothing too much going in. Some guy named Jackson likes my sunglasses inside. Anybody before we get out of here got any questions for Mike? You put them in the YouTube chat. I forgot how to get into the Discord. I got to figure that out. So, <laughs> and then, um, and so, yeah, yeah, you mentioned uh, Beatrice Mosquita being in there. Of course, you got uh, Bianca Basilio, Fion Davis in there as well. Um, so, yes, you know, some some good sized girls. Misa is still going to be definitely uh, giving up some weight, but she's so technical. Definitely could win that. Absolutely. And then uh, over 70, or I'm sorry, over 60 kilograms. We also uh, uh, crowned a winner there from, from Dream Art. You want to give us a quick uh, recap uh, of her performance there, Mike? So Giovanna Yara, I mean, it seemed like she won it pretty easy. I, uh, I don't know too much about her. I don't even know what belt she is. But, I mean, Dream Art's always sending out great competitors, obviously. They have Izaki already going. They have Giovanna going now. You would imagine Pato's going to get an invite. So there's going to be a Dream Art squad at ADCC, and I mean, it'd be interesting. This division sort of, you would imagine, wide open. Gabby ran it for years, but Gabby's been sort of on a, on a slide lately, mm-hmm. uh, and it'll be interesting what happens in this division. I think the two girls who beat Gabby Nagui, Yara and, Ga- and Gabby Pasanya, I don't know if they do know, get it into either uh, South American trial. So, yeah, I think that division is wide open. So, who knows what this goes for. Yep, and Mike, you just got back from Dream Art too, right? Yeah, yeah, I was there last week. I do, I, man. I've been shooting so much cool stuff down here. I mean, I got, I got too much cool, cool footage right now between Pato and Dreamart and G and all this stuff that I don't know. I don't know what to do with it. But yeah, I went to Dreamart. It was, it was interesting. I mean, they got a hell of a, a program there, as, as, as we know. They got a very professionally run program. Uh, they have these cubby holes that the young guys are sleeping in. I think the black belts all get their own apartments. But I, I'm not gonna lie, the cubby holes in the jujitsu gym seem like a pretty cool way to live as a teenager. Yeah, what part exactly. of Sao Paulo is it in? Is it in Via it's Olympia, a, like Alliance Sao Paulo? It's 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 not far from Alliance, but it's it's funny. It's a, a neighborhood called Brooklyn. Oh, it's really? B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N is the name of it. Brooklyn, Sao Paulo. Holy crap. <laughs> That's awesome. That's not okay. how you spell Brooklyn. But. All right, we got – all right, first question from Mikey. Mikey, can you talk about training with Wiltsy? Man, um, well, I got sick when I was there, so we just drilled a bunch, um, and Andrew's just getting back into shape. But drilling with him, you die, because he freaking does a billion reps on you. It's a lot of impact on your body, honestly. <laughs> but um, Andrew's amazing. Like, uh, he's so technical. He was helping me with uh, finishing from the back, and I already feel like I leveled up a lot with, like, finishing from the back. So um, he's amazing. He's a smaller guy. So, like, you feel like he's, like, a light feather, like, that size. But then he's freaking 190, 180. So, he's so solid for his size, you know. Here's a beast. And, All right, of course, he's, another... he's jumping in 77, Mikey, at, uh, at ADCC West Coast Trials. How do, what do you I'm think so he's going to so excited gonna... for that. Yeah, he's of course. Awesome. That's going to be a huge division. It's going to be, like, 100, 150, who knows, people in there. How do you think uh, Andrew's chances are winning that one? I think he wins it. I think for sure he wins that division. Oh, he's going to be uh, – if he really gets down to 77, he's going to be a big problem there. His wrestling is really, really good. And his guard pass – He's good all he's over. Dominant. Yeah, he's, he's phenomenal all over. He, if he can get to 77, like he says he's going to, he is going to be a big, big problem for people in those trials. 100%. Next question from Mikey. They want to know what your favorite wrestling technique is. Tombstone um, Piledriver? 
<laughs> Stone Cold Stunner. Um, I'm liking a lot of Stone the Cold Russian Stunner. stuff. I'm liking a lot of the Russian tie-up stuff. Yeah, I mean, that, 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 stuff's, that stuff's underutilized in, in jiu-jitsu. There's not a lot of people that do that two-on-one Russian. It's a very good setup. It's just less power, you know, like the blast double style, I don't feel like translates well for me because I'm not very powerful, um, you know, so and the people and something about wrestling, it kind of sucks is size matters way more in wrestling than jiu-jitsu, I feel. So I'm trying to make a game where like, I don't really need that much power or strength, you know, so that style is doing really well for me. I like it. But, uh, we'll see. The two on one stuff you're working on. I, and and it does, it's a way to negate athleticism a lot, too. You see guys do that when they're going against somebody a lot faster. I mean, you get the two-on-one, you can really slope somebody down. Yeah, the Jordan Burroughs blast double from the outside style is not going to be good for me. <laughs> so <we're laughs> Even though I want to do that. We're only a couple weeks into wrestling, Mikey. You've already given up on being blast double, Mikey? No, <laughs> I just I haven't got to that point yet. This is baby no. steps. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait for you to blast double everybody at ADCC. Oh, my right God. Right to a table. Mike, do you yeah. watch wrestling at all? Do you watch any any international or college wrestling or anything? I'm loving watching Thomas Gilman. I think he's so technical. Really? Yeah. World champion. I think maybe because he's a smaller guy. But, Gilman's um, a stud. World champ. He's a mean guy. He's mean as fuck, but he's yeah. awesome. I love him. <laughs> <laughs> Legendary Iowa wrestler, Thomas Gilman, of course. Check him out if you guys aren't uh, hip. <laughs> All right, you guys want to get out of here? I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted, man. I swear I'll have more energy next week. We will have a lot more to talk about next week. We're going to be announcing matches Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so we'll have a few matches to talk about. Really looking forward to next week. But you guys good to go? We're yeah, good. Yeah, we're good to go. Mikey, All any right, last Mikey, words? Thanks for calling in from your car. Reed, thanks, thanks for calling in. I think we'll have the full crew back next week, too, because everybody will be back from Italy. Absolutely. Yep, Tune care, in guys. next week, guys. Mikey's leaving before the show's over. All right. All right. <laughs> Take it easy, Reed. I'll talk to you later. See you guys. All right, bye.